Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality with your host, me, Aliyah Lovely. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some of the shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and new discoveries and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up about what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Awesome. Okay, we are here with our second guest on the podcast, Anthony Carlson, who is a health and wellness junkie, meditator, yogi, content creator, and aspiring life coach that combines mindfulness practices with life coaching to help others become more aligned within themselves. Welcome, Anthony, to the show. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. This is real exciting right now. We're super excited. So me and Anthony know each other from Woodside. Yeah. We work out at the same gym. Well, he works at the gym. I work out there sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Works out there, maybe. Maybe. I'm there enough when I'm not traveling, so. Yeah, she's there enough for us to, like, align, like, meet, like, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. We cross paths. We we cross paths, and for a reason, and if we hadn't, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. Yeah. On this amazing podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Um, He has to say that. So, we... (laughs) I was on Instagram and um, I was following someone that we both know and he came up and I was like, wait a minute, I know this guy. And I clicked on his Instagram and saw that he's into a lot of the other stuff that I'm into, this spiritual shit, um, where I was like, oh my gosh, we speak the same language. We should totally get coffee. So we Mm -hmm. got to sitting down and talking about some things. And Anthony really likes to focus on alignment. Mm -hmm. So Tell me what is, well, first of all, before we get into alignment, talk to us about your story. Like, how did you get to be the person that mind coaches or health coaches people towards better alignment? Like what happened in your life that got you there? Yeah. So my spiritual journey, I would say like started three or four years ago when I was living out in Los Angeles. That there was just a completely, totally different me than I am now. Uh, I was I guess you could say lost, lost in the sauce, <laughs> <laughs> lost in the sauce down there. Just kind of, kind of just roaming through life, not, really not knowing a path, and just kind of being lost in the party scene, alcohol, drugs, just wanting to live that like live fast, die young mm. lifestyle, like that you would. The men are trash. That's what you said to me last time we talked. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't believe men are trash. Let's just be clear. No, about that, but, but no, like no, like. No, we're not trash. Like we go, like we decide. Well, anyone can decide they want to be trash or yeah. not, you know. Yeah. And during that, in that, in that time, I was deciding to be trash, aka <laughs> um, just my life choices, like how I treated people, particularly women, and how like I was dating. Um, long story short, combining that with like the drugs and alcohol life, it kind of like all just imploded on me, and. I remember being in LA and just, I felt like I was at this crossroads in life and something was like leading me more towards like spiritual, like spiritual practices. Like I would see like the Bhagavad Gita um, and those pe- people 
like the Hare Krishnas. Yeah. And like something attracted me to them. I'm like, what is that? And coming from like a Christian background, it's not like I was, I've been always been pretty open-minded, but th- that was also something that I wasn't really used to or really know. Mm-hmm. And I was at a point where like I was questioning the Christian background mm-hmm. and that path. And now this is being presented toward like being presented to me. So I'm like, okay, I'll check this out. And kind of diving in a little here and there kind of interests me then kind of didn't and then I was kind of kind of went kind of like flip flopped back and forth yeah with with uh going back to party and then trying to be like trying to find myself in a sense and then uh, I was at this point where uh at my apartment in LA it was coming up at the end of its lease and I was at this point where okay do I stay here or do I want to try to find something else and so it was kind of crazy. One of my friends who I grew up with in California moved out here to Kansas city. And she, I reached out to her I'm like, Hey, how is Casey? And she's like, it's actually pretty cool. Come out and check it out. And so one weekend I came out, I came to check it out and something like clicked when I came, like there's like everyone who I talked to, like that's in Casey said, like we all come to agreement that there's something about the energy in Casey. Hmm. It feels like kind of just like this, I don't want to say Matt, I don't like the term magical, but it just felt magical coming here mm-hmm. in a sense. Like they always, like in the spiritual community, you talk about like kind of not shifting into 5D, but kind of get these 5D experiences where everything feels just like aligned mm-hmm. and feels like everything is, is how it should be. And like when I Wait, came we here. we have to back up because a lot of our listeners might not know what 5D is. So explain oh, okay. that. <laughs> the, okay. So how do we explain? So five, 5D Oh, man. <laughs> like, like I can, I can, um, I can, it makes so, sense in my head. So, but like, how would you explain 5D? 5D. So according to the studies that I've had in the law of one, we are living in a third density, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, material plane. Yeah. And that's where our chemical body resides. Yeah. Um, fourth density would be then where our light body resides. And then fifth density would be essentially our I guess it would be the the awakened version of that light body essentially mm-hmm. and so I'm probably getting it wrong but whatever <laughs> it's close enough yeah. so when he says 5d we're talking about um you know where things aren't super dense and mm-hmm. heavy and shit just clicks yeah like shit, synchronicity shit. just like, like synchronicity is like up up the ass like things yeah. like work out as it should like you think of something and it like and it's it, there it manifests like right away so i had glimpses of that and i've never experienced that anywhere in my life yeah and so like something in my soul just told me like you need to move out here and i didn't know how i was gonna do it but i ended up making it happen i just told everyone back home hey i'm moving out to kansas city i have no plan but i'm gonna make it work I like a few weeks later, I hopped on a plane and moved out here. I didn't even have a plan or anywhere to stay. Right when I landed, someone who I put an application on Craigslist out of all places replied back to me like, hey, like we got this room moment if you want to check it out. And that was like right after I landed mm. off the plane. <laughs> and so I'm like, whoa, like that's crazy. Yeah. So I went to go check out the room and I got a place like right when I landed. Like no plan. Synchronicity. Like just synchronistic as fuck. <laughs> as fuck. Um yeah. So like since moving here, like that old lifestyle that I was living was kind of like peeling away in a sense. And I was starting to get more interested in like more holistic holistic practices, like meditation. Um 
yeah, meditation, like yoga, even changing up my diet. Um, I was realizing like the diet that I was eating was very dense, like very high meat, like very high meat, high protein Mm -hmm. and something like something told me along the way to switch to a plant-based diet. When was that? That happened like probably like a month or two after I moved here. What, I mean, what year was that? 20, 2017. Shit. So that's actually the same <laughs> the same year, 2017, that I decided to stop eating meat and dairy also. It was like my body was just like, nope, you can't eat it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy like uh, how dense meat makes your makes your energy body yeah and when you're trying to vibrate higher like your energetic body like higher you start intuitively start doing things that will resonate with that frequency and cut out everything that's not and so eating like meat and dairy um naturally goes with that like has to be kind of weaned out like like different strokes for different folks like people (laughs) like like everyone's body every body is different Different. and just needs certain things but but there's something to that, though, because yeah. when we talk about ascension process, the ascension process mm-hmm. is that of us trying to elevate our frequency or vibration in order to achieve higher states of being. Yeah. And so if I just kind of want to explain that for some people who might not know what we're talking about, but like frequency and a quantum level, um, for instance, um, emotions have frequency. Mm-hmm. So joy being one of the highest ones. Gratitude, I think, is the highest. And joy is like so, so, second. Um, but then your emotions of like depression, things like that have a lower vibration. Yep. So just as those emotions are, have measurable vibrational frequencies to them, as well as your emotional body does, um, so does your physical body. Yeah. And so wanting to uh, come to that essentially five fifth density understanding and have a life that seems magical where things just show up the where they should be or where, where what you want them to be or, or things happen at a mm-hmm. very very accelerated rate you have to get your material plane body on board yeah that's always going to be the material plane is always going to be like the last one to like yeah. kind of catch up yeah mm-hmm. so yeah go ahead sorry where were we at? okay so <laughs> <laughs> no no you're good so but yeah so everything like in 2017 like started just shifting like i went to that plant-based diet um, I lost like a lot of weight and I wasn't even weighing that much before. I was weighing like what, 155, 160. And then after changing to that plant-based diet, like I dropped to like 135. That's where I've been staying at now. And it's crazy. Like even at that weight, I'm still as strong as I was before, like just weightlifting and like incorporating yoga as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know where I was going up. <laughs> I was going <laughs> The process there. of your awakening. Yeah, just the process of my waking so yeah then just later on like even last year i got attracted into i want to say a karmic twin a karmic twin flame relationship. okay okay you know at the end so twin flames for those of you listening you don't know is it's a very popular belief i don't know how i feel about it or if i align with it we'll probably do a show on twin flames alone um, but essentially, it's the idea that your soul has split into two and come down, and then you are catalysts for each other's growth, essentially, and then you come back together. But yeah. there is a thing rolling around that also says that you have karmic twin flames, which yeah. essentially are trick twin flames. Which I don't like, really, I, I don't like, really align with that. I mean, like, I, feel I think like, that they're karmics for sure, but I don't yeah, think that sure. they're like double soul bodies that are yeah. meant to trick you to. I mean, like, I feel like the one that I aligned with at the moment, like, really reflected back a lot of the karma that I've built up Mm -hmm. over, like, this lifetime and other lifetimes. And so that was kind of mirroring back to me. 
and it also was a catalyst for me to get more deepening in my awakening. Mm-hmm. And it kind of forced me to like last year, like this was all happening last year in 2018. I think 2018 was really a year that was a catalyst for me to really see my shadow side, mm-hmm. my shadow self and seeing like, well, like this is like all this, sh- this is like all this shit that you need to work on and you need to face. And then 29 and this, this year was kind of the year where I'm working through that. Mm-hmm. And now, now we're, I'm in this moment where going, doing that and also being in hermit mode i know if you were in hermit mode for like yeah. the past two years and now we're both at this moment where we're using we're figuring out and aligning with our gifts that we can help others on their awakening right right awesome yeah so now yeah, that she, we're she has she has like all these so she <laughs> so like she knows me like i have a lot of throat chakra blockages and so like i have like all these blue stones here that help me with that so she's like i mean she's like get it out <laughs> I literally am the crystal queen. So I was like, okay, what do you need? I got, I got 50 for you to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. The whole point for, for me, for the show is to uh, essentially like, I mean, there are a lot of shows out there that are there for us that we listen to that are allowing us for our own awakening. Those of us who have been in this process for a while and understanding the terminology and the language mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I do think that for my audience, there might be people here that don't quite understand what it okay, is that gotcha. we're getting into. So I have to explain some of the terms and things like that because I was, I was once that person. However, um, I wanted to bring you on because I wanted to see very in particularly, what is it that you would have to teach those of us who are, or who are in the space of like, maybe they're just starting to open their minds to this. You're just starting to feel, I have some friends who've come to me who are like, oh my gosh, I just feel like a, a a dam broke open. What is this? I starting, Mm -hmm. you know, they just stepped out of the matrix, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so because Anthony is very talented about speaking about alignment, that's what we're going to get into. And I would love to get your first definition for our listeners of what the fuck is alignment being. It's a very trendy word. It is a trendy word, but for me, alignment is peeling back all that is not you or that's not with your highest self and your highest good. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that's so resonate, so resonating with me at this time is because that's what, that's the process I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of a, ego kill yeah yeah. i guess it's it's, it's kind of an ego kill because absolutely it's an ego kill kill because like everything that you think that you were or that your ego thought thought you were it's like that's not you like deep down that's just like all the mass that you've been accumulating up like in this lifetime and now you're at this point where you're peeling away all of it and that's it's easier said like oh yeah like i can do that like no, that shit's painful. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's really painful. It's really painful. And now, why is it painful? It's it's painful because everything that you like you're atta- like you were and were attached to it. That's like your safety mm-hmm. in a sense, and everything that your safety and you're comfortable with is going to keep you inside this little comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And now, when you're peeling that away, you're like in this zone of like just not of unknowing and just Mm -hmm. being like in this this zone of like what do they call it i guess it's like being thrown off a boat yeah it's like it's like being thrown off a boat like time and time again like right when like you have like so how it happens to me is like i kind of go through like these peeling away the layers and then i'm like oh like i kind of have a sense of like who i am now and then 
You <laughs> the, the, again. <laughs> the, the, the rug is swept up under you and you're like, nope, nope, you got more shit to you learn. You got to learn how to swim in these waters now. Yeah. And so, but like for, like for me, if I, if I can like teach anyone like who's starting out on their journey is obviously like just have an open mind for what's out there because like, and not, I, I don't want to say not like get so like wrapped up in like one section of something. Cause that's what, I guess that's what I did. And that, that's like kind of led me. Like you, you come across like certain information, like, oh, like this is like definite truth. Then like uh, you're, yeah, kind, yeah, and yeah. you're kind of like shooting away anything else that could be, that could be true. Beneficial. To, that could be beneficial as well. But at the same time, like you can't really be, you got to have boundaries as well. It's kind of it's like, a, it's, it's, it's a catch 22. Yeah. Well, cause it's kind of a time of. There's a you, lot of misinformation. There's there. a lot of misinformation, but there's a lot of, I mean, we could be misinformation right now for all people know, but yeah, <laughs> there <right>. is, <laughs> there's all like, tr- a, all truths are half truths. All truths are half truths. You take nothing as Bible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you keep yourself open. And even I'm in that process too, as well as mm-hmm. like having this awakening, if you will, and trying to find alignment for me Yeah. and alignment for that's... me is going to be different than alignment for you. Yeah. So when all the things that I'm discovering or discussing or what feels like my truth might not be your truth at all. Yeah. And being in a space of being open to someone else's truth, to be able to p- provide understanding for them, but mm-hmm. also to keep alignment for yourself. Because if yeah. you find that you're in a defensive position about the information that you're learning, um, I, think I, mean, I think that's where like your ego comes in. Yeah. I think it's like, to keep you separate. Yeah. 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 Cause there's no separation, right? We're all one. Um, that's my truth anyway. And that's what I'm learning about. It's that's given me for- some deep compassion for other people. Um, but in that understanding that alignment is a, is a personal journey. It is a personal journey. Like you said, like someone's alignment and truth is not always going to be the same for you. Yeah. Like everyone's DNA and like fingerprints are all going to be unique. Yes. So I think for me, alignment is having, giving yourself the permission to figure out what is best for you and not what has been fed to you as, as truth. Like growing up. Yes. You know what I mean? Like everyone, like, I feel like that's part of everyone's journey is like you, you grow up and everyone's telling you what you are, like what to believe. And then now you're at this point where that's like kind of, that's all like caving in in mm-hmm. a sense. And now you're figuring out what aligns with you. And that's not yeah. going to be easy for everyone. Cause every, like some people are caught up in like family situations or just situations in their own life where everything that they've been taught is now conflicting with what they're uh, supposed yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. What their soul, what their soul is calling them to do. Yeah. And like what to align with. Yeah. So it's funny because we're talking about we're talking about awakening and alignment because they are kind of hand in hand. They are hand in hand. And the process of awakening is you being like, okay, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't, I don't think I like that anymore. You know, like that's the beginning of the awakening process. Mm-hmm. But as you start to realize what it is you're peeling back, the finding who you are process is that alignment, like yeah. figuring out who you want to be or who your soul soul is called to be essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so give us some examples. Like what's something that you're going through right now, perhaps familial or um, with job or with friends. You or... say familial, like with family. Yeah. Familial? Okay. I, I was like, fam- I'm like familial. Is, familial. That, is, is that a word? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Word. I just learned a new word today. Familial. That, that now I'm thinking about it. It makes sense. I never heard that word. What's going like, so what's going on with me right now is, there's a saying that says, if you think you're awake, something goes along, along the line, I'm paraphrasing it, but go, goes along. It's like, if you think you're awake, 
go spend a week with your family. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm kind of at right now because I just got back from a trip from California to see my family for almost a week. I went for a wedding, but really being thrown back into that kind of environment that I grew up in and being around these people who aren't, I don't want to, say, I don't want to separate myself and say that they're not on the path, but because mm-hmm. everyone everyone is on their own journey where they're supposed to be, but just being kind of thrown back into like where people aren't on the same wavelength as you. And you have to have that patience and compassion for them. If like you, if you're feeling that you, they're doing stuff that's not for their highest good. I'm really pissing you off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, and you're just like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm really, zen, tra- zen, I'm, I'm really zen. trying to be Zen and like, <laughs> you, like I can't get in the way of like your karma and how like you view things. And it's just, it's hard to have that patience and, but also saying that boundary for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at right now is like loving my family, fa- loving my family. Obviously I'm always going to love my family, but I'll, uh, accepting them for who they are and on their path. I think that this brings up an interesting point, though, because for a lot of us who perhaps are going through some type of awakening, Mm -hmm. the first thing, at least in my experience, the first thing that really came came in the way, I would say, was what are they going to think? Yeah, like it's it's crazy because like I I don't want to say like I like I put up like a mask when I go back, but it's like I I'm trying to figure out this like way of like how like being still online myself and like my spiritual practices and everything, but not, I don't say too overboard to the point where like they judge, you know, mm-hmm. and that that's a hard like thing to tread, hard thing to tread. I'm trying to realize because like they're, they still have their own, they still uphold their own beliefs mm-hmm. and everything that I'm aligned with now. I know it's going to conflict. Yeah. But so it's almost same- as if you have to boundary, the person that you're being in front of them in order mm-hmm. not to conflict with their belief systems. Yeah. So you can't really fully be yourself. Yeah. And that's kind of a problem. It is. Yeah. So what do we do about that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, like, it's just, man, like it's, it was crazy. Is like, I was actually kind of like, I was testing the waters because this is the first time like I've been back into t- test those waters. And I was actually kind of, being trying to try and not push but like kind of spark like spark their not awakening but just curiosity curiosity, like plant seeds and like i'm kind of and i was giving them some like meditation practices that they can start doing that i think that can help them with some of the stuff that they're going through and even like my mom like started having like this anxiety attack like for long story short i don't want to get too personal about it but reconnecting with my other family and that's Mm -hmm. been a long time for her because like some family drama but she was having an anxiety attack a panic attack and i like incorporated like a crystal and like some breathing like some Mm -hmm. breathing meditation like some breathing techniques that can help her like calm down get aligned with herself and she like ended up being more open about it Mm -hmm. and so i think that's a great first step it's like something doing something that's practical Mm -hmm. Right, so that's practical and that that could be integration integration yeah something something, (laughs) something that could be practical for for someone who's not really on quote unquote the path. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, Which sounds 
hottie. Like, <laughs> I'm, Hi. on the path, I, I, I'm on the path. I'm on like, the path. I'm on the path. I'm bougie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, like, you know, the spiritual community, I do talk about that, that there is like this, you know, like uptone, you know, turned nose of like, oh, I'm more enlightened than you. Yeah. And, that, and it's like, oh, if you, if you, you, that statement right there just shows that you're not. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, 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 ego I, there. No, I, I went through that. Like when I first, like tw- end of 2017 and beginning of last year, like that's how I, that's how I presented Looks myself. Everybody. That's like, it, it sucks. Cause like, I, I don't know if you can resonate with that as well, but like I'll, I'll be fully. I'm from sixth density. I'm a wanderer from the Pleiades. <laughs> It's like, yeah. you know, I'm not human like you. I'm, I'm not human. Like, you know, it, it's it's crazy too because like there are like, there, there are like people that are like that like on Instagram and everything yeah. that you see, and it's like, it's hard to like discern of like, okay, are they really like, is that like an ego thing or is that like them like being fully authentic themselves? Yeah. And like when you view it, you, you have to question yourself like, is my judgment towards them something like that's presenting insecurity towards myself? Yeah. There, so I'm gonna get back go back to your family thing because. Yeah. I think that a lot of something that I still struggle with is being able to fully be myself Mm -hmm. and something that in my awakening process or me going through trying to align with what was best for me is I would have it. Thankfully in the time that I was having my awakening, I, I moved to New York Mm -hmm. in the place where nobody gives a fuck about anything uh, that different that you do. In fact, they encourage you to be different or weird. Yeah. So I was able to do that. So I had, I had a different experience coming back to Kansas city because I was coming back into those old friend groups, family, 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 blah, blah, blah. Familial groups. Familial groups. (laughs) Um, I was having trouble being able to, to, to acclimate. And that, you know, that might've just only been my own perspective. That'd have been my own fear of my own projections of who those people might think that I am. And so as I started to release or wrap myself around that, Mm -hmm. I started to just become more of who I am. um, I noticed that I was like, Oh, you know what? That was just, that was mostly me. Like that was mostly me being fearful that people yeah, were going to treat me a certain way. Yeah, like you, like you, like realize like that's all like all in your head. It's all in my head. Like so, yeah. it wasn't aligning with who I was because I didn't want to play two people. However, when I really started to embrace who I was, especially in front of my family, mm-hmm. um, they're like so. My sister Krista, super accepting, so that was great. But I still haven't met that type of acceptance from the rest of my family. Mm-hmm. And so moving into that, I mean, I was very scared and there was a lot of anxiety around it. At some point I had to go, you know what? This is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is exactly who I am. Um, you don't need to agree with me. You don't need to even understand me. Yeah. I just need you to see me for who I am and not judge me. Yeah. And even, even then, even with the judgments, I need to be able to be inside of myself and say, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. Like I love you, but I don't care that you're going to judge me. I don't mm-hmm. judge you. What works for you is perfect and wonderful and lovely, mm-hmm. but I, this is, this is who I am. And so for myself, for my own awakening, that was a part of my alignment path. I had to get on board with like, all right, listen, you're going to be living this very unconventional life that a lot of people are not going to understand. And you need to be okay with that. Yeah. You need to learn how to be okay with that. And so that was my integration of being like, all right, yeah. throw, throw caution to the wind. That's Here where I'm at right now. Elias. <laughs> Elias just like reflected back to me, like where I'm at my journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is using her to like give me my own answers. Because like when because I, because I'm sixth density. Six density. 
<laughs> I like to say I want to say familiar in that voice. Familiar. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we lost no, you there. No, it's uh, okay. As a guy, they're probably enjoying it. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's that. Like that's kind of like where I'm, where I'm at. Like where you just said. Mm-hmm. But it's it was crazy. Like I feel like they they are accepting me no matter what. But when I was saying like like them being like lost in their own thing is like their own like just how like separated and they and fear not separated and fearful but like judgment they are like towards others and like how like fear based like how their mindset is very fear based mm-hmm. instead of divisive yeah and so like it's hard to just be like your thoughts are tra- your thoughts are attracting like <laughs> like, like your reality it's manifesting itself as that it's like don't and, spend time in that low energy yeah it's and it's like i can't like it's not like I can't explain it to them. Like I can, but like I know, like if I do explain, like how, how I explain it to you, mm-hmm. it's gonna go in one ear or the other. Yeah, because they're not like it's they're not on that. They're not aligned with. You're not that on message. the same wave. Like. Yeah, and I mean, isn't that what alignment is then? Yeah, it re- yeah, because like if Being I on the wavelength, it, it's crazy because on my the other podcast I was on earlier, uh, we were talking about this how when I was in LA and I was like listening to certain, like trying to submerse myself in like these spiritual practices and kind of listen, I would listen. I forgot who it was, but I would listen to something and it went in one ear at the other. Mm -hmm. I didn't, my logical mind didn't comprehend like what was going on, but something within me was Mm -hmm. like something to that. I don't know what it is, but then just like recently, my soul recognized it. So I'm like, this doesn't make sense, but it does. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back to that. Yeah. And then a few years later, and like fast forward to like, I think a couple months ago, I went back. Over, I think it was a book. I was reading a book mm-hmm. on something about something about integration. Mm-hmm. And then I re- went back to it. I'm like, whoa, I read this a couple of years ago. I didn't understand it. But now I've gone through like this process. This makes total sense. Because mm-hmm. like now I'm like vibrating at that level. Yeah. To be able to understand it. And that's yeah. kind of like essentially what happens in alignment is when that information starts to come to you and all those synchronicities start to happen where mm-hmm. it's like this thing that I was doing suddenly makes sense. Like this thing that I heard about or this friend who came through or this path that crossed or mm-hmm. all of a sudden it starts to come together. And that's how alignment <laughs> oh, yeah. begins. It's all coming together. <laughs> it's all coming together. That's the meme. <laughs> that always pops it's up. It's all coming together. Um, All right. Well, we're going to take a break for our sponsor, um, but we'll be back with um, steps on how to foster better alignment. And we're back. So we were just discussing. (laughs) Talking about on the the break. break. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're having way too much fun with this. This is great. Um, What are some, some actionable steps that we can take towards alignment or ways that you can figure out if, um, your experience in awakening and what does that look like for you to get in alignment? So I was talking to him about how when things start to look like they're falling apart, mm. that they are actually falling together. Oh yeah. And so it's all coming, <laughs> it's all coming together. I mean, I'm getting, I'm taking every chance I can say <laughs> until it gets annoying. Well, I, I, I've, I've dubbed it with some of my energy clients as a clean sweep. And so yeah. when they have a year where it's like, Oh my God, I got divorced. I lost yeah. my apartment. My best mm-hmm. friend and I don't aren't friends anymore. And this happened. And it just seems like it's too much. You're, you're probably going through an alignment. <laughs> yeah. Where your soul is like, all right, time to get her ready. Time to get it clean. Time to get her attention. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what happened to me in 2017. Same. Like, mm-hmm. 
got divorced, got lost my apartment, like all the things that I just listed basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, where all that stuff kind of happened. And I had a clean sweep where it was like, all right, I cannot live. Well, first of all, I felt like I was forced out of it. Like any, any mask that I was wearing, it was just like gone at that point. But mm-hmm. um, I was forced to have a new look at my life and say, all right, this, this old paradigm, this old template is not working for anymore. Yeah. I, I need something different now because I am everything that I had to go through and everything that fucking sucked about my life at the time. It started to mirror back to me what, what I needed to change about myself, mm-hmm. toxic patterns, toxic relationships, um, things that didn't serve me, things that would not allow me to, to be able to align with my gift set to be able to, to hope, hopefully change the world in mm-hmm. that sense. Like I had that already in my, my base of my, my being, I wanted to be able to help people, but I was not in a space where I could yeah. yet. And so shit just start falling apart. And I was like, this is like some tornado just kind of came through and swept away my life completely. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was probably the tough, like toughest year I've ever had a year and a half about where Shit was just bad. I think it was really, really bad. So I went into hermit mode, like you talked about. And I was like, I'm not talking to anybody or whatever. But like, there were certain things that were no longer serving the vibration I was headed towards. And as they started to drop out of my life, I started to get lighter. So the Mm -hmm. things that were heavier of low vibration that were not serving me, that were keeping me in codependent relationships or toxicity or Mm -hmm. self-comparison or, um, you know, just like stupid shit that wasn't for my ascension, if you will. And we can talk about that later. Ascension is another whole other box. I am ascending. I'm ascending. (laughs) (laughs) Going to another level. I'm rapturing out of here. Goodbye all. Um, So things that weren't in alignment anymore for what, where I was headed. So that was kind of like that. I, that was my first point about when you start to have this awakening, how you start to feel like nothing fits anymore, mm-hmm. and it's time to take out the trash. Take out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make little snippets of your voice and like make them buttons and like boom, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, on a... take out the trash. Anyway, so what do you have? You know, no, like, as far as that. No, because like, that was beautifully put. Like everything you just said, because. Merci I, Mess. Does that mean thank you? Yes. Okay. In in French, uh-huh. uh, it's beautifully put because I went through almost a similar thing in 2017 when I moved out here. Like it's crazy when I moved out here. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a beautiful like new life. Everything's going to be perfect like it was when I came here the first weekend. And no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and no, bro. That's what the universe <laughs> told me. So. Like everything, like she, like she said, I wasn't align, no longer aligning with the vibration that I was heading towards was falling apart. Mm-hmm. Like the roommates that I had when I first moved here, like it seemed fine at first. Um, we ended up just like not clashing anymore. It became like a very toxic environment. Mm-hmm. It was me and two other girls and we were just all on just all different wavelengths. And and it seemed like at that time, I don't, I don't want to play the victim like everything plays out in your benefit in the end. But at that time, it seemed like everything was kind of going, like everyone was against me type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working, it was weird, like, cause I was working two jobs. I was, I was working two jobs at the time. I'm still on one of them right now. Um, I was lived three miles from it. I didn't have a car. I was walking to and from three miles each way, like 3.30 in the morning and back. Oof. And 
doing doing all that and still having like no no money at the same time it was like te- is teaching me the the ways how i thought i should be working at that time was falling apart that was mm-hmm. like a paradigm that was falling apart um the habits that i was doing like drinking like a lot of drinking and going out that was kind of slowly getting withered away it wasn't they didn't like cave on me but i was slowly like losing interest mm-hmm. and as it should like for those who are listening right now al- alcohol is like a kind of a touchy subject i mm-hmm. guess in a spiritual community because alcohol lowers your vibration in a sense it's, it's a depressant mm-hmm. depresses your energy um i started realizing like al- alcohol was no longer part of my path mm-hmm. and every time i would drink i my body would be like the hangover would be like five times worse. Yeah. I wouldn't even drink that much. And it was around that time, my third eye, like I felt my third eye open. And when your third eye opens, like you can feel like you can start feeling that what doesn't resonate in your body. Tell the audience what the third eye is. Third eye is your pineal gland. That's in the middle of your forehead. It's kind of like this psychic. I would say like, it's like a psychic center that kind of yeah. helps you see what the, your visible eyes can't see. Mm-hmm. In a sense, like you can, it's it's essentially it's, it's, like, it's like an antenna to the spirit yeah. realm. In a sense, it's a, it's an antenna to the spirit realm. Yeah, spirit realm, and it helps you see things that that you like. I said, your visible eyes can't see. Like you can, your etheric body is like a connection to the pineal gland. I would yeah, imagine, like, or to source. Yeah, and like you can, it's it helps it helps you activate your other senses that you have because we all we have other senses beyond the five physical senses. Yeah. We are clairsentient, clairaudient, um, clairvoyant, clairvoyant, Claire. I don't know what the one is like. Claire, is, there's one for tasting. Claire tasting, and I'm like, Claire, t- I, don't, I, don't I don't know how that. <laughs> like, like, does that align? I'm not sure. Like, it, it aligns with some people. It aligns with some people. They're like, oh, this pizza is from my grandmother's. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Sorry. No, it's good. Like, but like. Anyway, so yes, third eye. Your third eye was opening. Yeah, third eye was opening, and like it was, I was starting, like when that happened, I was starting to see what else wasn't in alignment as well. Just like these toxic patterns, and everything just seemed like it was like falling apart in my life. Like I was starting to like becoming very distant with old friends um, back home, and I was realizing that there, there were, there, they were a reflection of me that that's no longer serving my highest purpose. Mm. And so it was, it was and it takes courage to it, let go of those yeah. relationships. Like and I, I didn't, I want to say I let go of them, but I, t- I kind of at- like detached mm-hmm. in a sense. Like I kept, I held a space for them, but I was like very, I'm very distant. I have to keep my boundaries, have to uphold my own vibration and let, let them do whatever that they want. But I was slowly having to just distance myself from those old relationships and let's dig into that a little bit yeah. because I think that our communities, our our soul communities, if you will, are yeah. very important about when people say that the the five people that you spend the most time with are the people that you're most like. Yeah, and, of course. And being very attentive to that. And when you're going through an awakening or an aligning of energies, you start to recognize these people don't really vibe with me anymore yeah. or you don't vibe with them anymore. And then you start attracting in people who come into your life that you're like, Oh my God, you speak the same language. Oh, it's like a release almost. So yeah, even like, it takes time for that. It takes time for that. But I started coming across that more and more where people were coming into my life, like you had, and mm-hmm. just like haphazardly being like, Oh wow, I can be my full seen 
self with these people. Yeah. And, and that it, does a shit ton to your vibration. It, it does. And it also, it's, it's crazy. Like even if like they're strangers, quote unquote strangers, like you meet them for the first time or you're just like getting to know them. Like, you know that you've known them forever. Yeah. Like not even, not just in this life, but in past lives. If that resonates with you, like past lives resonate heavily with me. I mean, that's my core philosophy. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, it's like, you, like, you've known this person like all your lives yeah. and you're just kind of re like, Having a reunion in this yeah. life. And that's how I felt when... Have you had the whoosh before? The what? The whoosh. What's the whoosh? When you meet somebody and you're like, whoosh, oh my God. Like you have that like something come over you like, oh shit, I do know you for sure. That soul like recognition. Yeah, I've been having it more lately because I'm because I've been on this... Because I think I've set that intention to to align with my soul community. Mm-hmm. I'm trying hard to say, not say soul tribe. <laughs> <laughs> you said soul tribe earlier. And I was like, let's try not to use that for overused phrase. Yes. But <laughs> yeah. Like I'm in line with my soul, soul community. And it's, it's so crazy how it's all women. And like, it can't, can't make me feel all numbered. I'm like, fuck, where are, like, where are the men doing where the work? Where are the men at? Wait, where are the men doing Can the work? Can we talk about that? Yeah. It's your episode. So let's do it. <laughs> Because I was mentioning to to Anthony maybe a few weeks ago, we were sitting down talking and we're thinking about masculine versus feminine energetic energy, Mm -hmm. not gender. And like how we put such a a precipice, if you will, of, of importance on masculine energetic and what that looks like. But unfortunately, it's been perverted. And so perverted and wounded and wounded, incredibly wounded. So the Mm -hmm. way that, men are taught to behave aren't in alignment with their highest good for them to be able to express themselves and grow and not have these kind of toxic patterns that they have to adhere to in order to fit in their, their, their groups. And so there are, I mean, women are vastly, vastly outnumbering men in the soul progression sense because of our ability to be able to tap into our feminine energetic which is in our intuition where intuition yeah. sits intuition is a fem- more feminine energy yes yeah feminine energetic so men can have intuition but there's it's the reason why people say female intuition instead of male intuition because mm-hmm. male men can have it too but it's in the feminine energetic portion side of this is where intuition comes from so yeah. um so being outnumbered how does that like when you're coming into alignment and you're starting this path to see so and I don't want to say so few men because I know that you guys are out there, um, but seeing the the vast disproportion and ratio, like, mm-hmm. what do you think about that? It's it's a it's a whole crazy topic because I feel like there's so many different ways you can view it. Um, how I view it is it's simultaneously like she like when I we had this conversation like when we first actually started talking at Woodside, she like looked at me and she's like, "You're very." balanced like in your masculine <laughs> and feminine energies and i'm just like i am yeah and like that's that's something like i've always known but i didn't know like what to put in words that manifested that's manifested me being able to being being comfortable in a group of guys in masculine setting also being very comfortable in in a feminine setting very uh, being outnumbered by women and not not feeling like out of place, not feeling not the need to be out of place, but um, yeah, just not feeling feeling the need to be out of place. That's well, the what thing it was. that I sense that, like when I said that, is that like when I said your balanced male is that around you, I did not feel that significance of needing to dominate or needing to, or that you were going to try and hit on me or like you know what I mean, like that, yeah. like there was no threat, mm-hmm. and so there was this feeling of like instant 
comfort in that sense where yeah. I like, because I am an energy reader, like I feel like I, I can pick up on people's energy very quickly, Yeah, yeah. but being able to sit in that and being like, Oh, okay. I, I feel comfortable here mm-hmm. in this balanced energy. It's not erratic or going to be chaotic or imbalanced, which yeah. is very important. And now, now not to not, we're not harping on men here because women can be very imbalanced also. Oh, for sure. And like, like you said, toxic it's not, femininity it, yeah, it's like, <laughs> is like, a real thing. Like, like you said, it's not gender. It's, it's not it's, gender. It's, it's fe- energy. It's energy. Yeah. So the way that that's imbalanced, but the reason why I said that was because you, you are, are functioning in both sides very equally. Mm -hmm. And so you're able to tap into your intuition. You're able to get outside of your suppression. You're able to get into alignment easier, but you're also into your divine masculine where you're able to assert those things and and move forward. Assert, taking action, being very, like being very logical with that. Yeah. Yeah, Being the doer. Uh, But yeah, like for, like for me, it's, it's crazy. Like being outnumbered, it's helped me tap into more of that feminine energy, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, it's also, uh, what's the word? Not confronting. What's the word? What the <laughs> fuck's the word? Where's it? Come on, come on, crystals. He's holding the crystals, oh, trying to know. summon the word. Yes, what's the word? <laughs> the catalyst? It's not catalyst. <laughs> it is, um, encur- I guess it's encouraging me to be more my, be more my masculine to balance that out. Mm, yeah. Balance that energy out. Um, and yes, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, how should we go? Like, I think like, um, so as far as like alignment, like you being outnumbered there, my fear and a, a real human female response is that there's not enough men out there. There's not enough guys out there that, that see the world this way or that are opening up, that are waking up, that are doing the work. I feel like are, it's, it's, we're now coming to a space where we are. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot, there's a lot of men groups who are, tailoring to this process of us coming more into our more conscious mat i guess they, the term is conscious masculinity because mm-hmm. we like we all sense that like we all sense that there is something quote-unquote wrong with the mass with the masculine energy out there mm-hmm. right now because um there's a lot of lost lost guys out there and that's due to, i think that's due to being in a father's home mm-hmm. that can that could be a topic for a, another day but that's like that could be one um just how even in a fathered home though that had yeah, toxic yeah even a to- toxic father home as well um but sometimes that's worse yeah because <laughs> i mean like iron sharpens iron and if you don't have that healthy masculine presence like you're not going to like you're not going to follow that same path right and you're going to f- try to so alignment looks very differently. <laughs> yeah, like you're trying you're trying to compensate for it by being in these unhealthy, like overpowering masculine. So how did you think for yourself? How were you able to find balance in that? Like how are you able to to get to that place of alignment for our listeners trying to trying to figure out how do they do yeah. that for themselves? So I for me what what um, guided me to do well, I didn't even know like what I was trying to do, like, but just what this guy, what this guided me to do was kind of take practical steps in that alignment. Mm-hmm. And for one that I was attracted to first, what I was actually kind of scared to do at first was meditating mm-hmm. and like just going t- into deep meditations and, and seeing like, what's like, you, you see like within yourself, like what's not working and what is working. Mm-hmm. Like you, you get to sit down. How like, do you see that while you're meditating? 
I, I see like memories or just, I see memories of my past that, or, or I see myself not, I'm going to say not in alignment, but just kind of in an unconscious state mm-hmm. and doing things that are like, whoa, like that was me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, holy, like, holy crap. Like then releasing that, mm-hmm. re- releasing those like from like not having any guilt over it anymore. Kind of just going through these deep, going through these deep meditations and man, I'm like, how out. does that come out to like, how does that come up for you though? Like, so if you're in meditation mm-hmm. And you're sitting and being quiet because some people have trouble with meditating in the first place. So yeah. they have a hard time getting to that place, um, which I'm going to do a, an episode on meditation as well. But um, while you're sitting there and we're trying to attain enlightenment. So this is post awakening and you being like, oh, this shit doesn't serve me anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I stepped out of the matrix. I took the is it the red or the blue pill. Which one is the I think it's the red pill. Oh, the red pill. <laughs> I'm like a matrix nerd. I'm like space. I'm like. Was it the red pill? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, I, the re- you know what pill it was. It's fine. Yeah. Um, you've all seen the matrix. You've seen it. It's fine. You're so, in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you've gotten outside of the matrix, if you will, of like everybody telling you, this is how you're supposed to live. Mm-hmm. This is how you're supposed to do this thing. You're supposed to get up and work and pay taxes and die. And you step mm-hmm. outside of that and you're like, Oh, this does not serve me anymore. This is not what I came here for. I'm remembering who I am. I remembering my mission. I'm remembering that I'm supposed to help, bring up the vibration of the earth and what does that look like? Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting down in meditation, trying finally trying to see, okay, what's the path that I need to take to be this person now? Because now you're out in the ocean, right? In meditation, while you're in meditation, how do you come up with the answer of where to go next? I, like what comes up for me is, man, just doing like doing the meditation, seeing what's not alignment, then then um, kind of having to do a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you like you start you start to go out and do the things that weren't alignment with you, and kind of kind of like realizing, oh, th- I'm keep hitting this roadblock. Like this is mm-hmm. not like on my path anymore. And then when you get to that point, I think I feel like you have to get to like the low point because mm-hmm. like that's in our, that's in our human nature. You mm-hmm. hit the low point. And where everything just goes to shit. Learn it good. <laughs> learn that, that. I think it's like how you really learn those. Like, if, yeah. Like, just I feel like if you didn't go through all this, sh- like that rock bomb shit that you went through. Yep. You wouldn't be here right now, like yeah. doing, like doing all the cool shit that you're doing yeah. now, like for, for for the collective. But yet, so go- let's talk about rock bottom shit. Like, what yeah. does that look like? Like for my, so for me, my rock bottom shit was that I wrote, well. I wrote a book about it afterwards, but, um, I went out with like 87 guys in eight months Ooh. and <laughs> don't judge me. I'm not, I'm not judging. I, I, was, I was just like, Ooh, that's a lot. That's a full-time job. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot like, but because I was suffering with debilitating, toxic, mm. deep, like threads of unworthiness, I had to discover the depth of how much I hated myself. Yeah. And so, and that was what it was. It was me going out and looking for validation in other people um, and wanting their approval of who mm-hmm. I was, even if I didn't like them and discovering how, how shitty it was, how much, how much shit I would sign up for. You know, I kept signing up for it because I deserved to be treated like this. I deserve mm-hmm. people to talk to me this way somewhere on a subconscious level. I would be outraged on the conscious self, like, you know, being like, can you believe he said that and this and that, but somewhere deep down, I kept signing up for it. 
Yeah, yeah. Until I couldn't sign up for it anymore. Until my body was like, yo, this is not in alignment with us, Aliyah. And I don't I guess my body has that voice, but Aliyah. <laughs> Aliyah. Um, so it, it I had to hit the bottom where I was like, okay, this isn't this isn't me anymore. Mm-hmm. And so alignment sometimes, you know, I know like a lot of times people have this very like etheric type of approach and I'm going to be in alignment and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to go get my yoga mat. Mm -hmm. Shut up. Like this is, this is deep down the, the most toxic, the most bullshit you've ever done. Mm -hmm. That part of yourself that you hate so much that you're like, I am the scum of the earth. That part Mm -hmm. is that trial and error. It is, it is not no trial. It's literally like just error, 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 error. error, error. (laughs) And you finding and getting to the point where you're like, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. For me, like for, for me, my most like low point, toxic low point was like how I was like dishonest with the women, with women that I was dating. Um, and how I went about trying to date, like, I don't know, like, like, I'm like like thinking about myself and I'm like, why did I think that that was so cool? Like doing what I'm about to tell you. So we like, I grew up in a, in a time where like, I, I like, I'm talking like I'm fucking 50. <laughs> I'm 26. Like 26. I'm 20. I'm 26. So like, <clears throat> like post high school like era, like I was, I was like all like in this little frame of where if you kind of stole like someone else's like, girlfriend or something like that was a thing you know like how they how they talk about like in rap and everything mm-hmm. like oh like i took like your girl stole your girl <laughs> yeah i type that like type thing like that and like just kind of going out to clubs all the time and really just just like you said like just i was being trash <laughs> like, i was being trash and what uh oh sorry what hit rock bottom for me was when it all came back. It was all like being reflected back to me. Mm-hmm. Like later on the relationships where I was actually trying to take them serious and that, that bullshit was getting reflected back to me mm-hmm. and it hurt. Yeah. It hurt a lot. And I'm like, why do I do deserve this? And, but at the same time I'm like, Oh wait, I did that. Mm. Yeah. And just because karma isn't a bitch. It's a mirror. It, it is a mirror. <laughs> it's just like, everything's karma. It's ca- causing cause and effect. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yep. And just me not, and that was also a reflection of me not loving myself fully. And for me, rock bottom was seeing all that after the karmic, like mm-hmm. twin, the quote unquote karmic twin flame relationship. Mm-hmm. And me like trying to put my all into that for it to kind of end at a left field. It didn't end like on like really bad terms, but just it ended out left field and it left, left me heartbroken. Yeah. And I think that was rock bottom for me. And I kind of, that was a callus for me to not to, to go on this path of celibacy. I've been celibate for what month are we in? <laughs> in October, October. And I've been celibate since June of last year mm-hmm. and saving, like using my sexual energy as other form, like using it as creative energy for other like outlets in my life. Mm-hmm. Cause that's right. Cause you can, that's a topic for another, for another day, but you can use your sexual energy um, for good. As, for, as, it's, 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 it's called life force. It's life force energy. Like if you think about it, like if when two people come together to have, have sex, yeah. what can it create? It can create yeah. life. Yeah. But if you use that, that energy towards other outlets in your life, like I believe 
I believe like I've used that energy to manifest where I am today Mm -hmm. to align with the people who I've met with today. Yeah. So that rock bottom was a big blessing Mm -hmm. in a sense. So I, it's crazy. People, people always like, Oh, like, like who are you going to be talking? Like who are you talking to like now? Or like when I go back home, like, Oh, you talk to anyone. And I'm like, no, like I have like no interest to talk to anyone. And I think that's also with me being so balanced in my masculine Mm -hmm. feminine energies. Cause when you're more polarized on one side and, as opposed to the other, you're going to try to, you're going to attract, attract someone in your life that's going to balance out those two energies yeah. for you. But when I'm so balanced in both of mine, it's like, I'm, I'm feeling it more whole. Yeah. And I don't feel the need to really be dating. Yeah. Like before, well, you before, know, it's interesting that you said that because I was watching, I think Greg Braden, perhaps, um, quantum physics. I love him. I, just, I haven't gotten really got into Greg Braden, but like, I, I know he's like up there with him. like, with him, Dr. Doe, What's the doctor? Doctor Joe. Doctor Joe, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Dispenza. Yes. Yeah. But he said something that to me was really compelling. He says when people who are not whole fall in love, um, it's typically because they have some element about them inside of themselves that we don't have inside of ourselves. Yeah. So as we learn from that person and we start to fill up our tank in that area as we're learning how to be that full person the less we end up loving them unless we meet them when we're already whole yeah and i was like damn like go ahead and drop some knowledge Dr. Drop some knowledge. it's like put, um, but, put, but, put, put that on tinder <laughs> put that on <laughs> tinder loses like fucking like all his business <laughs> But seriously, like I start thinking about that. Well, it won't lose any of its business because most people are not looking for love on Tinder, but it, it will not. It, it, it was amazing to me to see that because that what is that is what it looks like to be in alignment when you are not searching and hunting and she brought moving. she she brought me as the guest to talk about alignment but she just like said it perfectly right <laughs> she said it perfectly right there full circle boom it's all coming <laughs> it's all coming together got, oh my god yes please put that voice clip. i'm gonna make this the the cover art for the, the episode it's um, but seriously like to bring that full circle that that wholeness that that's what it is that's what it means to be in alignment like mm-hmm. when you really start finding who it is that you are what is your purpose what is like what is it that feeds you that is not in lack yeah. and needing of someone else you find yourself in full alignment mm-hmm. and when you're connected fully to source and to it's going to get reflected back to you oh yeah channel. like i think if i didn't make that make that choice to become celibate, become more whole, like within the, the masculine family energies and myself and just whole together. I want to be aligned with who I'm aligned with today. When I'm aligned with Aaliyah here or any or all the other soldier soul community people that <laughs> you I can say tribe. Tribe is like sorry, okay. Soul soul tribe. <laughs> yeah, just the people that I can I know are part of my soul path. Mm. Well, everyone's part of your soul path in one way or another, but these people are actually assisting you and you're actually on the same mission as them. And not way. just the people, but also the things that you end up doing, right? Yeah. Like the talents that start coming up, the things that you find you're interested in, the yeah. ways that your modalities that you'll, are the gifts that they have, the way that they come out or the way yeah. that you end up teaching. It's, those yeah. are also part of that. It's it's crazy to say that because like, like you, like you put out a book, you're a writer. And when I was living in LA, I didn't mention this, but that was my passion that's what I wanted to do that there was writing but what I correlate with writing for me 
is talking about is being that low fear that that low like depressed energy that's what I correlated with. Like I, I used to write about drinking and writing about like, or like write poetry about like lustful things mm-hmm. and everything. And now like, it's hard for me to want to write now because, because I, that, that doesn't, it's not correlating with like the higher vibrations within myself. It's hard for me to write about like the you higher vibrations. Write, you can't write about high vibes. I can write about, but like I feel more motivated when like someone hurts me. Uh, you know, yeah, like of course. you know, I mean, like look at our look at all the songs that are out there and the like the books that you know, like it's yeah. when people are relating okay. to conflict. Um, it is it is a deeper movement, which I think like struggle is a part of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like we should be able to write about our struggles and things, but if it depends on what's motivating us, that um, that we'll be able to facilitate our motivations behind our gifts. All right. So now that I'm more in alignment with my higher self or or putting in the work to be more in alignment with my higher self every day, I'm starting to be more, more, what's the word? Not aligned, but I keep saying alignment in like weird places, but. The episode is called alignment. So that's okay. Alignment, alignment, alignment. (laughs) More attracted to actually putting out content like videos mm-hmm. as opposed to writing. Cause I feel like when, when you're like, when you're writing, well, at least when I used to write, like, I, I'm like hiding behind, like just for you. That's how I felt. Th- that for me, it's yeah. how I felt like, yeah. like for you, like it's different, you yeah. know, like it's, it was all authentic to me at the time. But for me, I was like, I was kind of hiding in a sense, as opposed to like now, like when I'm creating content, I'm making videos for my Instagram, like being, putting myself, being more vulnerable, using my voice, which in the past was oh it's it's always been kind of a struggle for me mm-hmm. to verbalize verbalize what I'm thinking mm-hmm. and that's why I'm have these throat chakra <laughs> these throat chakra thing like uh, crystals right here. Why do but, you think that you're drawn now to more to the to the area that is harder for you? Because if I want to be more aligned, like be more aligned and be more whole in myself, I need to work on the areas that were lacking before mm-hmm. to be a, a whole well-rounded person. Yep. And that's, I, I think in this whole, in the whole grand scheme of things, like my purpose, one of my purposes, I think everyone's purpose is going to like change and fluctuate throughout yeah. their lives. But at this point in time for me, it's becoming, trying to become more whole in all areas of my life mm-hmm. that's manifested in me being, like I said, balanced in my masculine and feminine energies that's me putting more work into being in front of a camera and talking for more for more than like a minute or two yeah and making and just practicing on that I think when um, you're when you start coming into alignment the things that you used to really be scared of or the things that probably still scare you but you're drawn to yeah as you like, okay, I feel, I feel attracted and called to this thing, yeah. even though it terrifies the hell out of me because it's about to grow the shit out of me. Yeah. Like it, it, it changes your relationship to fear too. On this yeah, path. Your, your relationship to fear. It's like, at first, like, you're like, no, no, no about this. Like now you're just like, this scares me. Like, the emperor Palpatine, who, yeah. who's my star Wars fans out there. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you start being drawn to the things that are like, that scare you mm-hmm. in a sense. And it makes you realize like, like when you're looking, you, I, I see like you yourself now as the higher self of your, like your past self mm-hmm. in a sense. And you're seeing that 
the fear is, is your greatest teacher. It is like, it's your pathway to what you want, like what's going to be best for you in your life. That is a nugget. Fear is the catalyst. Nugget, veggie nugget, (laughs) ain't no chicken nuggets here. I know. So we're both vegan. Well, I eat fish. I'm a pescadaritarian as I call it. A pescadaritarian. Yeah. I made that up. Um, We both don't drink alcohol. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to say yes, but this last weekend I was, I drank beer. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Boom. But I, 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 I was fully conscious of my choices. Like, and I, there's no judgment here. Like nobody yeah, cares. Yeah, no, no, no one cares. But like I was, I was fully like, well, cause for me, like I ju- like if it was me like a couple months ago, I would judge myself for it. Cause like, no, like this is going to like lower your vibration. But it's like, like you're also human. Like, I'm, you're I'm, also I, human. I, I'm, I'm human. Like I'm around people that, that I love and like, I'm not going overboard. I have right. like one or two beers and I was, and I was good. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I, and like not having that, that energy of guilt over me. And I get also guilt is also an emotion that is not in alignment. Well, yeah. Shame, guilt. guilt. I heard a saying that said, it goes like, hate is not the opposite of love. Guilt is opposite of love. Oh, guilt is the opposite of love. Guilt is the biggest uh, blockage that you'll have in any area of your life. Mm, okay. So why is guilt so, so bad for alignment? Guilt is so bad for alignment because there's, I, if I put in my own words, the things that you, that will be best for you, there may, like, you may not be able to, you may be hitting some roadblocks to reach it because you have some, you may have some like deep rooted guilt around getting to that. Mm -hmm. Like if you have some guilt around money, so, if you have guilt around, if you have guilt around yes. making money, because like we, like I grew up self sabotage. It's it's like self sabotaging belief. Like I can say, growing great, growing up in a like in a Christian household, like money, like I always like kind of had this blockage of like money is evil yeah. type thing. Like money will make you evil. It's like it's still they say like it's the love for money mm-hmm. that that's evil. It's not it's not money itself. Money is just energy. Money is just energy. Yeah. But like if you're if you're not, I feel like if you're not in alignment with yourself and you and you see money as not energy, mm-hmm. is that's like obviously like you'll do some bad shit like the like the, <laughs> like, the, 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 the like the the worst that you can come out obviously. But yeah. I've had like this. I'm still trying to work on it because I have a lot of money blocks and I'm not so afraid. I'm not afraid. Listen to our our previous episode about manifestation. <laughs> <laughs> manifestation. Check. Check. But like I have the I have this deep I have this deep rooted guilt around like make like making a lot of money that I always hit like this roadblock and I'm like and I'm slowly releasing it and I'm seeing the dividends dividends in that every day. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy like how like I'm releasing this guilt over it and when I do that, it shows up with opportunities to make pay more money and not feeling guilty about doing that. Right. Because I know that like it's just it's just an exchange. Yeah. And guilt is a, is a major blocker. Cause I think even like, in love too. with love, with feelings, like, you know, for Anything. instance, when you imagine even you ever feel guilty about an emotion that you felt like, like I got angry. <laughs> Emotionception. Guilt's, <laughs> guilt's an emotion. <laughs> Guiltception. Just, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, what do you mean? Like I, well, I got angry. Like, oh, um, oh so you feel guilty about so like certain times you get angry. Super anger. guilty about feeling angry, or um, which anger is an emotion that we need to feel, and and I don't often feel, but it, feeling guilty around it 
kept me from seeing fully expressing yourself right or Mm -hmm. feeling the growth behind what it was that I was angry about and how that was actually a process of me healing Mm -hmm. so I was then blocking the alignment of that that emotion coming out to help heal something because I felt guilt around it Mm -hmm. so guilt and shame man guilt and shame yeah that's like one thing take with like on this alignment episode is take a look at the areas in your life where you may feel guilty in Mm -hmm. and you like if you like go to the root of it it's blocking you from certain stuff yeah yeah so like if you feel guilty like also like i think for me too is like guilty around love um like i'm still releasing guilt of like all the things that i've done in the past Mm -hmm. and and like I'm doing affirmations every day till, and feeling that I am worthy mm-hmm. of the love that I do deserve, but not in this time because I'm on this path of celibacy and like being whole myself. But just releasing guilt around that is, I think it's mani- I'm how I'm seeing it is manifesting in like the like the friendships that I've been manifesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've manifested more whole friendships mm-hmm. in the past like two years than I've have in the past um i think it's just where i am in life like me me searching and being in that aligned state is reflecting back in the people who i've met who i've I've aligned with nice so i've said aligned like 50 times (laughs) i just think like sage yourself every time i say (laughs) (laughs) it should be like a drinking game right (laughs) sage yourself i think alignment then at the base of it is you know, you're, we're all on this journey. Mm-hmm. We're all on a path. And when we find ourselves walking off the path, we're out of our own alignment. And it's I, always the path, but it's not like, it's going to detour you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we might, sometimes you'll get to the, the path and there'll be two ways to go. And, you know, you have to make that decision and neither of them is bad. It's just, they're going to be different. One's going to be longer. One's going to be longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but being, in alignment, um, I think it just means that like you're following, I would say even to the point of like following your heart, but heart, that's kind of tricky because sometimes your heart is like attached to certain things that are not on path. But what I would say is, is, is like, like when you get deep down to it, following your soul. Yeah. Following your soul, following your heart, but that's where the alignment comes in with, cause that's, that's more of a feeling state feminine. You got to have that, mm-hmm. that masculine that masculine energy in there as well to be able to do anything to be able to do and and discern and be logical about like about like the choices that you're about to make for me alignment meant getting whole like finally figuring out every part of myself i mean that's (laughs) we're still on that journey uh the jury's out on that it's it's a a (laughs) never-ending process but getting to that place where i finally understood okay I am, I, I don't, I don't need a man to complete me. I don't have to be poor. I can pay my bills on time. You know, like get, dispelling a lot of the paradigms and old templates that kept me down and taking off those masks, revealing the veil, taking mm. the blanket off the bed and looking underneath and saying, okay, what's really here. Mm. And that's for myself, everybody's journey is going to be differently, but then starting to discover what, which of those things work. Like you said earlier, we're trial and error, 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 error. Yeah. But 
trying to discover, okay, like maybe this works for right now. I'm, I started a podcast. Is this in alignment? It feels like it is, but in two months it could be like, I'm tired of this shit. And yeah. I, and never see you that's again. Like, that's what's cool. <laughs> I don't I get, think that's what's going to happen. But. What's what's cool. It's like anything can be, can be manif- manifested up like in, in your physical reality mm-hmm. and you can start something. But if you, get this feeling like it's no longer in alignment. You can shut it down at any time. Yeah. As long as it's serving you. Yeah. As long as it's serving you. It's in like in the grand scheme of things, it's like you doing that is going to lead you to what is more in alignment at that time. Right. Because sometimes these things that happen that come into you, is not a final like finish line. It's like a step. It's just, yeah. It's the step to get you to the next step. So that's, you know, that's a part of the path as well. There are steps on the path. So anyway, we're going to wrap this up. We went, Over an hour. <laughs> like, I can keep talking to you, but like, we ramble. We ramble. We ramble. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I, had awesome. to get, I had to get in there one you more time. Yeah, to get in there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anthony, for being on the show. We really appreciate your time and appreciate you. I'm grateful for you and having me on this podcast. Thanks. We'll see you in the next episode, y'all. interested in becoming a client for energy coaching, find me at www.thelovelyaliyah.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyaliyah for daily content and inspiration.